Welcome to the Calamity Vault podcast, where we play every indie RPG one week at a time. This week is part two of our Goblin Errands playthrough. Goblin Errands is a game published by Shark Bomb Studios. It is extremely cute to read, very well written. You should definitely go check them out. It is for sale on Itch and also with Indie Press Revolution. So yeah, we hope you enjoy. I think we open our scene at the location of the wedding, but several hours prior. There are many goblins and one wizard milling about. They all look very busy. And you have at the front where the altar is. Altar? Hmm. Perhaps not altar. At the front of a bunch of chairs. <laughs> These goblins are not Catholic. <laughs> <laughs> you could have altars in other religions. That's true. That's true. Or is this more of a civil union situation? <laughs> there might be a, like a wedding arch. Yeah, okay, okay. Yeah, decorated with colorful Christmas lights. <gasps> and oh, buttons and, and like everything we can find. Oh my god. At the front, you see your very distressed mother underneath the wedding arch. <gasps> oh no. Not distressed. Talking to your uncle Boris. And you guys haven't really been assigned anything to do yet. Um, you're just kind of watching the chaos unfold. Your mom's fiance isn't here yet. Guys, mother. Mother looks stressed. Boris will tell us if mother does not. Yeah, that sounds about right. Maybe it's just that it is probably perfectly ordinary for the, there to be some level of stress on a day of some importance. But we cannot stand aside. We. Burp is already waddling over. <laughs> oh. Bye, Burp. We have to go on. And we'll give a rousing speech as everybody else walks forward. <laughs> I wish to scramble up Uncle Boris like a ferret. How big do you think you are compared to Uncle Boris? Well, Uncle Boris is an adult. Obviously, he's scrambleable size. How tall do you think you are, Bowie? I have no idea. I, I don't know. <laughs> okay. I think Katie, in real life, could totally scramble up her parents. <laughs> my father, yeah. My mother, no. I think it's possible. Okay, okay. I could scramble up Emily. I could probably scramble up Juliana and Avery. I could maybe scramble up me. I doubt that. I'm not, I'm not very scrambleable. You cannot scramble up me. <laughs> I think I could get on you. I don't know if I could if scramble you, on I you. I would simply collapse. No. Katie, I'm pretty sure you're taller than me. I don't think there is anywhere to scramble <laughs> to. Well, yeah, I know I'm taller, but I could still, like, get on you piggyback style. Emily, I could scramble on to. Juliana's close enough to my height that I could scramble on to. Katie has scrambled pawned me before, I believe. <laughs> yeah. Well, Emily, you are scramblable. Yeah. Let's, let's be real here. Yeah. You're the scrambliest of us all. But scrambling aside. Scrambling aside. Scrambling aside. You, you kind of take Uncle Boris by surprise, but this is not an unusual thing, I would say, as you kind of climb up his leg and situate yourself on his shoulders to um, hear on your mother's berating of your uncle. I can't believe you ate the flowers. <laughs> <laughs> Uncle Boris, how could you? I was hungry, and it was a long trip. We have snacks for this! Emergency snacks! We've talked about this! I think Burp burps up a single flower petal <laughs> and <gasps> flutters to the ground. Were they edible flowers? No. <laughs> 
I've never met a flower that wasn't edible. There are no fewer than 96 toxic flowers. Oh, God. Uncle Boris, are you going to die? Not on Mom's wedding day. Well, no, I think I'm fine. <sighs> oh, okay. It's okay. I'll go to the florist and we'll pick up some more flowers. If you begin to experience severe headache or chills or possibly fever. I will be sure to let you know, Norval. I'm sure you'd be very fascinated by it. Well, many of these are, t- are known to be toxic to humans and to other species, but very few people have done long-term studies on goblins. So we're not sure about the t- toxicity levels. And I think your mom will interject at this point. What are we even talking about right now? I need someone to grab flowers and the cake is missing. Not the cake. And we don't even have a marriage license for today. Why do you need a marriage license? Aren't those for big people? Well, Norval was telling me about how this is something that they do outside. And if, if we want to have the government listen to us. Oh, claim as a married couple on your taxes. It, it, will give you, it will give you substantial tax benefits in the filing system that I'm devising. Norval does my taxes, and he said that I need to put that I'm married on my taxes. What if we're audited? Oh my god, what if we're audited? Isn't that what the auditor upstairs is for? That's a scarecrow burp. That's to keep away wizards. The, the scare auditor. Oh. <laughs> oh, okay. He scared me too. I think if we were audited, it would be a valuable learning experience because I would have outside information about whether my system is correct, which it is, of course, but the external validation would be useful. We can't do this right now. Mom's wedding is in like 20 minutes. What time is it? Flowers, cake, license, let's go. I think I think Burp just kind of burps up a clock. <laughs> burp, what time is it? I think it shows that we have, like, I don't know, like, four hours till the <laughs> wedding. Mom, we got you covered. Would you? I don't even want to talk to Boris right now. Ubby will grip Boris's ears and steer him away. <laughs> <laughs> all, all I need you guys to do is just be good today, please. That's all I need from you. Don't cause any trouble. No. No. I am confident in our ability to not only not cause trouble, but to fix at least two, if not all three of these problems. Please, just stay out of trouble. We we never cause trouble, Mom. Right, 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 right. And she'll give all of you a big group hug. I need to go talk to the Elder High Speaker. Apparently, he was on some oregano this morning to prepare for the ceremony, and I'm not sure he's going to be good for that. Oregano. <sighs> <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> I'm sure I'm sure we'll be okay without all those things. Well, it'll be fine. It'll be fine. We'll be fine. We'll go get them and bring them back, mom. We can do it. She'll she'll take her hand and she'll kind of slap your cheek burp and like something kind of jostles around in there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sh- I'm sure oh you will. Thank you, honey. <laughs> and I think as she just kind of bustles away, burp towards to Norval and goes, "Hey, Norval." Do you know where we could eat a marriage, I mean, get a marriage license? (laughs) We're going to want to proceed to the courthouse. I assume that Mother has already filed the appropriate paperwork and we need only request a copy, but it may be that we have to file the paperwork ourselves. Oh my god, I can't write. How are we going to file the paperwork? Do we have to forge Mom's signature? It's okay. Filing things down is easy. We can take care of that. Oh, oh, you're right. And he pulls out like a nail file. (laughs) 
<laughs> hey, Maggie, did I make you laugh? You did make me laugh. Do I get a spoon? Yeah, you can have the focus. Yay! Keep it as a constant reminder of your concentration. <laughs> <clears throat> okay. Norville, where is this courthouse? Are you certain that it, that, that, that it is appropriate to get the marriage license first? Obviously, it is s- s- significant for our future proceedings going forward, but there should be bake time on the cake, especially if we need to procure a new one. Oh my god, you're right. I was just thinking, like, we get the cake last because we don't want the cake to go stale, but also we have to get the flowers last because we don't want the flowers to wilt, and paper can't wilt. Can't paper wilt? Oh my god, is paper wiltable? Is paper gonna get stale? No. I mean, it won't taste good, but... (laughs) Why would you eat Mom's marriage license? That's how we got in the problem in the first place, because Uncle Boris ate the fucking flowers! How does Bubby know how to swear? (laughs) Bubby knows many things that you will never find out. <laughs> Uncle Boris. Uncle Boris taught Bubby Uncle how to Boris. swear. Have a beautiful flashback of how does Bubby know how to swear? Uncle Boris sitting at a high stakes poker game. Bubby, young child, sat on his lap, pointing at the cards around the table, going, that one's an ace, that one's purple, and like learning how to gamble oh, no. at an early age. <laughs> <laughs> and watching Uncle Bam be like, what a fucking disgrace. Bubby is a degenerate gambler as a result of Uncle in raising children. But this is okay. And it's a surprise tool that will help us later. <laughs> Would you like the focus, Katie? <laughs> I didn't even get to use it. <laughs> My spoon now, suckers! You always have a last-ditch effort to use it before you hand it over. Uh, no. It's too early. <laughs> That's okay. That's okay. <laughs> We're going to the cake shop first. We scramble out of the can. All right, all right. Where are you popping out at? The playground, duh. The one that you stole? That we stole the set from. (laughs) (laughs) It made it really easy to steal it because you could just move it into the hole. Yeah, yeah, Uh yeah. So you're not plopping out at a playground. You're plopping out at, like, a barren, (laughs) like... Well, it's, it's functionally like a large... It's functionally like a large rectangle filled with, like... Small rocks, or perhaps wood chips. <laughs> wood chips, yeah. <laughs> wood chips. All right, you pop out at what used to be the playground. It's probably in a bit of a courtyard area. You're outside. All courthouses have playgrounds for the children who cannot sit through court. A courtyard does not equal a court. <laughs> a courtyard is not the yard of a courthouse. How am I supposed to know any different? I'm just a baby. There are at least three distinct kinds of courts within human society. No. Possibly more. I have no. yet to determine a full count. No. <laughs> and what are those courts, Norville? No. <laughs> Is one perhaps supreme? <laughs> supreme basketball. <laughs> Where is a bakery? We're going to the courthouse. That's why we're in the courtyard. <laughs> no, we're going to get a cake. You live underneath an arcane university. You pop out in the courtyard of the arcane university. There used to be a playground for wizard children. There, Yes. <laughs> I have no idea where cake is, but we do know one thing. Cake smell good. Orp, can you not find cake? May we not simply point you in a direction? Do you not simply know where these things are? Yeah. Where does your tummy want you to go? I shake I shake his tummy. Think deliciousness. Think moist uh. crumble. 
you are our cake expert. This lies entirely on your shoulders. Yeah. Um, I think that I am going to spend the focus that I don't have. All right. Uh, and thus and thus overextend myself to produce an unexpected fact that adds to the story. Uh, I think I know that on one of the trips into town that Norval took, Burp got lost because there was a bakery on the way to the courthouse. And that seemed like so much more fun than eating more boring old documents. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh-huh. Lead the way, Burp. I think Burp kind of, like, tilts his head back and sniffs. Um, and then just kind of bobs off in the direction. Like uh-huh. like Spider-Ham uh, when he smells a good vibe. When he smells, yeah. Yes, that's exactly what I'm thinking. <laughs> floating of, in the air. What I'm thinking of is, like, somehow, he's not quite floating because I think he still needs to walk. But, like, that's that's exactly what the animation is. His legs are walking, but he's he's floating towards the smell of the cake. The rest of us should follow like baby ducklings. You make your way. You kind of pass through a couple different areas. Um, you don't seem to does, really leave. Does overextending involve a roll? I rolled. Oh, I rolled. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, no, I, I'm. So I rolled a d6, and I get to tell and you. And you don't tell us. That's right. And I don't tell you what that is until it matters. You start to make your way, and you get a little lost again. But you're not really leaving. You know what Norville at least might be able to identify the university campus. But the cake, the smell of cake. It's getting stronger and stronger. And you find yourself in front of this huge door. The doorknobs, at least, you know, four feet in the air. And the smell is so delectable in there. But this building looks to be about four stories tall. How are you going to get inside? It's time to commence the acrobatics. Okay. Twins <laughs> on the bottom as the legs. Crouton on top. Bubby in the middle. We are going to build our Voltron. What's a What's Voltron? A <laughs> it's a comic that Bubby made. Bubby didn't make it. Bubby <laughs> saw it in a window once. It's a real thing. Okay, okay, Bubby, fine. Yes, Vol- we're Voltroning. Um, I would like to rename it though, so that we are not, you know, stealing the work of other artists. As I must be respectful, <laughs> we are Gobtron. <laughs> we are Gobtron. <laughs> Gobtron, assemble! I wonder if etymologically it has any sort of uh, relationship to vultures. You said it was Voltron? I jump on top of Norville. (laughs) Does this count as a harebrained scheme in which I may spend my focus to explain my plausible plan? Yes, it is. Which means I get an extra two dice for the roll I have a feeling you're going to make us do very soon. Great news for great news. Norval is a very stable individual and has a good legs score. So putting putting Norval on the bottom <laughs> is a good choice. Thank you. If you guys are gobtrotting, I'm going to ask for a group roll. Okay. Woo! Okay. You will all be rolling to do this. I have good hands. That's good. That's why I made you the arms on top. Thank you. Who? Yeah, we will call everybody rolls legs except for Crouton, who gets to roll hands to try and open the door. Woo! And we want a five or a six. I got a two and a four. So. I got a three and two fours. <laughs> I lost my dice over the edge of my table. I got double sixes and a five. All right, all right. Two threes, a two, and a one. Oh my god. I'm doing great. Gobtron did not succeed. <laughs> all right. All right. So we have two sixes and how many fours? Two from, two from Norval. One from Burp. 
you will need to upgrade at least two of those stumbles into a full success by introducing complications if you want to open this door. Uh, I think we hear, I mean, if I think it's much, much funnier if we hear the incredibly uh, bored and like half-hearted notes of an office birthday party <laughs> coming out of the fourth Juliana, <laughs> I have to tell you that you did fail your overextension. And I was going to make this an office birthday party. <laughs> nice. <laughs> that you had previously stumbled across when you first got lost. <laughs> oh, no. I love how perfectly yeah. you, you understood. <laughs> what about that other stumble? You need another complication. <laughs> Oh boy, are we about to form Gobtron. Um, <laughs> Emily, you succeeded as Crouton. Yeah. You're going to get stuck on that doorknob. You're not going to be able to get down. No! Well, well, <laughs> well. I mean, Crouton succeeded. Is Crouton a... What is, is Crouton a they, them, he, him? What do you a want? Boy. A boy. Crouton's a boy. A man. Crouton succeeded on his roles. It's the rest of you that stumbled. Well, yeah. And Crouton was on top of us. Staying attached to the door is a saving grace. <laughs> this is, I think, specifically, probably Crouton gets, like, abandoned on the doorknob because Norville is not, like, particularly paying attention to keep, keeping people up because Burp's posture is suboptimal. And... <laughs> yes. <laughs> Crouton's legs are dangling two feet in the air. <laughs> it's a long way to dangle for a goblet. It's a full body length. Guys! Oops. Uh, just, 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 just jump! No! And Burp is, is running, kind of, like, <laughs> Burp takes his shirt and, like, pulls it out from him. And I think that it's, like, weirdly expandable. <laughs> no, gods, Burp, don't eat me! Please! <laughs> he will eat you. I'm not going to eat you. He tried to eat me in the womb. Oh god. We see the camera pan and like like from Burp's perspective, Crouton is starting to take on a, a unique kind of cake look. <laughs> <laughs> His hair starts to turn into some icing. <laughs> Come on, it's it's fine, I'll catch you. Avery, take the focus for that eat me in the womb joke. <laughs> yeah, that was great. I, I don't, I, I, I can't have the focus. Oh, well, you get it anyway. <laughs> I would like to overextend myself to pull out a tiny parachute. Okay, okay, okay. You pull out a tiny parachute. And then I'll let go of the, the doorknob and trust in my invention. <laughs> and you, you, you float. Well, parachutes don't really work without, you know, distance. <laughs> Shh. But fortunately, <laughs> the parachute you made gets a little stuck, and it's also made of <laughs> pillows. And so you tumble down. It doesn't really catch any air, but you safely land onto the ground. <laughs> Success! The door is open, and you see some very sterile-looking lights above you, and a somewhat grumpy-looking woman at a desk in front of you. A little bit of further away, but a distance that a goblin might consider to be long. <laughs> are there lockers inside? Yeah, there are lockers. Hey guys, I think we should find a wizard <gasps> robe in one of those. And reassemble Gobtron? Oh. <laughs> yeah. But maybe 
but maybe I'm not on the bottom anymore. I'm not very good at that. You keep putting me on the bottom and I'm not very good at that. Well, you're twins <laughs> and the legs have to be symmetrical. Yeah, but but I'm really short and he's really tall. So it doesn't work very well. <laughs> Please, I don't want to be dropped again. He has a 40% chance of developing back problems later th- in life if he continues to bear this kind of weight suboptimally. Is the person at the desk paying attention to us? No. Okay. Not yet. She seems to be um, looking very intently to something in her hands. Burp is potentially correct about the robe. If we can pull it off and remain stable. But we should move. I think that because it is my idea, because I'm the smart one who thought of it, (laughs) I think that I am immediately going to spend... uh, Actually, okay... I think that I can spend the focus on a harebrained scheme as soon as we get the robe. We need to slip in and... Hey, Crouton? Yeah. Do you have those tools that help you open things? Oh, yeah. You know it. Oh, my God. <laughs> can can you open one of those lockers, like the metal boxes along the wall? Okay, okay. I bet those have a robe in them. Are you thinking loud or quiet? Quiet. quiet. I will warn you. Using a crowbar takes a certain measure of strength. Oh, I didn't mean a crowbar. I meant like... Not crowbar. Okay, okay. okay. (laughs) I have invented something that will help me pickle this luck. Pickle? I like pickles. Ooh, pickles. Pickle. And I will pull out a green cylindrical tool that he has created with like little like spikes coming out of it in different directions. The pickle! The pickle. pickle. And I will sneak up to one of the lockers and try to pickle the lock. All right. I want to see a hands roll. Wow. Good. Three, two fours, five and a six. Oh, okay. Hey. So you have succeeded. You don't have to upgrade any of your stumbles into a success if you don't want to. But if you do and would like a better success, you will also have to introduce a complication. I think I'm okay for now. Okay. Okay. So the locker swings open. It's not even creaky, you know, it just swings open. And it's even one of those half-sized ones because wizards don't have rights. So, like, they have to bend down, you know, to get in, and they're all, like, really lanky. And you see, in front of you, a kind of haphazardly thrown in rope. I will grab the rope and scurry back off to my siblings. Phase one complete. Do you close the locker? No. No. Okay, okay. I don't think he would think to do that. (laughs) I'll dump the rope at their feet. What color is the rope? It is a deep magenta. Ooh. Does it have any designs on it, or is this wizard too young to have designs allowed on his rope? I think there's a little name stitched, hand-stitched, onto um, the breast pocket of the rope. What is his name? Herbert. How did I fucking know I was also going to say Herbert? <laughs> the brain cell do be shared right now. Wow. Maggie, this means that our two wizards so far are Frank and Herbert. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> you have a magenta robe that looked lovingly hand-stitched. Herbert's robe, even. The person on top is going to have to talk to that lady, I think. I'm so good at talking. There's also... A little note in the pocket that says, if Norval reads it, good luck on your first day. Aww. 
Well, now I'm sad for Herbert. <laughs> we can give it back. Yeah, we, we'll have to give it back. <laughs> I can be a leg this time. My legs are quite strong. I'll be an arm because I can, I can, I can hands. Yeah. Well, you are the body. Oh, I can do that too. Well, bodies have hands, don't they? No. Like, there's a head, and then there's a torso with arms, and then there's two legs. I've changed my mind. I want to be the butt. There is no butt. We're buttless. What? Well, if you're if you're if you're the body, which does include the butt, it will mean that we are going to have to have burp be a leg again if we want Bobby to be able to talk to people. Gob trot assemble. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. I think I'm on the bottom with Norville. Lifting with our legs, Burp is in the middle, and Bubby's on top. Um, so, Maggie, can I spend the focus, uh, as this is Burp's harebrained scheme, to get two extra dice? Yeah, yeah, you can do that. <laughs> Fortunately, you guys do measure up to be about 60 inches tall. Five feet! <laughs> which yeah. is about how tall I am. So, um, this is a reasonably sized person, in my opinion, at least. <laughs> Mm-hmm. They might ask if we're 12. They might ask if we're 12. <laughs> they might ask if you're 12. <laughs> well, please, they didn't They didn't ask if you were 12. They just wanted to make sure that if we had any people who were 12 or under, uh, we told them. We told them. You have to tell you us. You have to tell us. Listeners, we went to Ireland together, and the people at the hotel thought I was a child. <laughs> They looked us point blank in the eyes as we were checking in and said, you have to tell us if somebody you're staying with is under 12. You're like, yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. We would have told you. <laughs> Listener, we could all drink legally at the time in America. <laughs> what were we doing? Gobtron. Oh, Trying okay. to gobtron. <laughs> no, what we did is we gobtroned. So I rolled two successes. And three ones. The rest of us, do the rest of us still need to roll? Like- if you're gobtroning, you're doing a group roll. I have a question, Maggie. As the head, what stat am I rolling from? The mouth because I'm talking or like a different bodily part because I am connecting? Well, you're not talking right now. But I'm going to be. Well, that'll be a roll for when you talk. What you are doing is balancing. So, legs. Legs. I rolled quite bad. I got... Two twos and a three. I got two sixes and a one. I got a four and a one. All right. So we have two sixes, one four. What was yours, Juliana? Uh, I got two sixes. Oh, well, there you go. You have four sixes. Would you like to upgrade your stumble? For a complication? For a complication. Well, we will have three successes regardless, yes? You'll have four successes regardless, because two people, I got two sixes, right? Yeah. Ah, I, I wasn't sure if the stumbles took away successes. They only... So there is a mechanic called the riskiest roll. If I think you guys are doing a, something especially gregarious, that I can make stumbles take away from successes. But that's not what we're doing here. Stumbles can only just, they're, they're fails unless you decide to upgrade them. I don't think we need to upgrade it then. We have so many successes. Well, wait. Yeah. So just so that I'm clear. One success each is a partial success. Okay, yeah, I think that makes sense. I think this is partially successful. Which means we, we yeah, we pass our, our successes to other people. All right, all right. So you're you're able to climb. And, you know, this, this gobtrotting goes a little bit better than the last one you guys attempted. I mean, you're not trying to open a door here. You're just trying to walk around. So it's actually kind of a shock that you're making this work. You are, like, probably, like, 58 inches tall. 
We lost two inches. Yes. Well, oh my god. Sorry. Okay, I did I, I do the math a little bit. <laughs> Go ahead, Juliana. If I can impl- add the complication here of why we're only partially successful, sure. Is I think we can keep balanced and upright, but only if we lean forward a little bit and keep moving. <laughs> like when you're trying to balance. No, no, no. But, but like when you're trying to balance one of the peacock feathers on your hand, like in, yeah, in yeah. middle school. Yeah. And you like, as long as you're moving. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, dude. <laughs> all right. All right. So not only are you short for, you know, a human, not that you guys really know how tall humans are. We're tall. Um, they're just tall. We're, we're tall. <laughs> they're just tall people. We're a tall person now. In the same way that I can't tell the difference between somebody who's like 5'6 and 6'5". Um, you guys can't really tell how tall people are. So you get up and the robe drags, first of all. It, it's kind of dragging on the ground and you wobble back and forth. But you are upright. <laughs> and you kind of hear the distant sound of some off-key singing coming from the stairs to the left past the woman at the desk burp just whispers that's where we have to be that's where has the cake do i have a i have a very important question are you guys peeking out through like a hole in the front so you can see where we're going or am i steering via burp's ears who is then squeezing the correct leg to indicate <laughs> who's moving next well definitely that one <laughs> well, definitely that one <laughs> Would you like the focus, Katie? I would like the focus, thank you. <laughs> we are drift compatible. All right, where are we going, Bubby? <laughs> I don't think we're going to do super well on the stairs, because then we would have to go... The stairs are hard. They're so big. It's hard enough as one person, let alone as Gobtron. So I think we should go in the magical box that makes the whooshy sensation with the button press. I think we're tall enough yeah. to use the button like this. You want to try a button press? I want to try a button press. I believe in Burp's capacity to hit the button with his arms. Me too. <laughs> I believe in Burp's capacity to lick the button with his mouth. Are you going to stick your mouth out of our chest to press <gasps> the button? <laughs> yes. And then the button just comes into his mouth. <laughs> oh, no. There's some wires that follow. It's like sl- the wires that follow like slip, uh, like slurping up spaghetti. <laughs> all right. All right. So the elevator is next to the stairs. Or, well, not the elevator, the giant box, the magical box. You start stumbling your way towards the magic box. And the woman at the desk, actually, no, I want to have you guys roll for this. I'm going to say everybody roll legs except for Bubby, who's rolling eyes. We have eyes? Yeah, that's a stat. Oh, I have fantastic eyes. (laughs) Yay. As you attempt to escape the notice of the distracted receptionist. Two sixes and a five. A six and two fives. I got two sixes and two twos. A one and a two. Okay, that's plenty. You guys do this really well. This goes off without a hitch. The receptionist is distracted with her little glowing box at the desk. She kind of gives you a brief glance, but she does not have the time to deal with this, or at least the energy. And you make it to the elevator. I love the implication with this building so far that we do, in fact, have modern technology here. I think Normal says out loud, it is our first day. 
<laughs> Give him the focus, please. He doesn't. He doesn't get the focus. Oh, he doesn't get the focus. I know it's so. You guys sad. take him too seriously, too. I can't even get the frustration. <laughs> <laughs> you haven't even talked to anybody either. <laughs> Soon, I have so many words ready. Well, you've you've successfully gotten your way to the, the the magic box without having to talk to anybody. All right, burp, lick at eleven o'clock angle, twenty degrees upwards. Does any of this mean anything? <laughs> Absolutely. This is, Bubby has given Burp a direction that he fully understands. <laughs> we have done this many times before. It's like a party trick at this point, where it's like, lick to this direction to get the good food out of the bad food. This is the worst party trick they have ever invented. <laughs> but it's so fun. <laughs> oh no! I rolled four dice and didn't get a single success! Oh my this god. This is the worst party trick. They you do eat the button. You do eat the button. And now the button is gone. Wait, did you have did you have any complications that you could have upgraded? Or any stumbles rather? No. Uh yes, yes. Thank you, Avery. Yes, I did. Yeah, um, I think that I think that uh I do have sorry, I had one stumble, I forgot about that. So I think that the way that this gets more complicated is you're right. I think that Burp will overextend using the focus he doesn't have um, to to use its mine, <laughs> where he's not really intending to, but he's licked it, and so now it's his. <laughs> Which means, I think, in this particular instance, the elevator button detaches from the elevator. It just kind of slurps the button. The button <laughs> has been pushed. Wires like spaghetti and all. I'm going to introduce a secondary complication since you overextended yourself. And that is the elevator comes down. Sorry, not the elevator. The magic box comes down. It opens up with a nice little bell ring. You know, Burp's reaching out to claim this, 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 this box as his own kind of threw you guys all off balance. As you kind of do the whoa, 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 and as the elevator opens up, you all just tumble straight inside <laughs> into a heap of wizard robes and goblin limbs. <laughs> and the elevator closes right behind you. Get off! Sorry. I'm moving, I'm moving. Elbows into squishy parts. Wah. Wah. We can't be doing random noises now, guys. <laughs> that was not random. That was Waluigi. No, those are the goblin noises. <laughs> this is mostly Waluigi, but yes. Wait, doesn't Z do a really good Waluigi? Yes. Is Z still there? Z is still here. Make them do the wah. Z, you are Z, you are probably going to show up on the Audacity recording. Can we get a Waluigi noise? Thank you. <laughs> it's so good. Perfect. Anyways, we're in a heap. <laughs> You're in a heap on the floor of a magic box that is not moving. It's not Why moving? Why isn't it whooshing? It's not moving. Well, we gotta do the secondary button press. Oh, so many buttons. It's like you've never been in a magic box before, Crouton. <laughs> I've never been in a magic box before. Do I need to eat another button? Maybe. No. Wait, I have something. I have something. I have something for this. And I, you know those magic tricks where like a magician will pull a quarter out of someone's ear? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, 
So one of the things of the rowdy is where do you keep your knickknacks? Uh, Crouton keeps his knickknacks in other people's ears and then pulls them out like magic tricks. Oh, I love that. So I think he reaches into Bubby's ear and pulls out spring boots. <gasps> oh my god! Which is just a pair of goblin shoes with springs on the bottom. Those were in my ear. Oh my ear. god! Oh my god! Why did you not use this before? <laughs> I forgot. <laughs> That checks out, actually. Do you are you using the focus for this? Uh, I don't have the focus, so I'm overextending myself. All right, all right, all right. I love how how readily we've committed to overextending it at every possible opportunity. I love it too. This is great for me. All right, pull out your boots. Yoink! I'm gonna strap them to my feet and give a little a little a little booty shake, and then start jumping in the air to try and hit the button. Wait, what button do I need to hit? Four. What's a four look like? It's like a triangle. Triangle. Oddest question, do you guys think that you would hear singing from the fourth floor? (laughs) (laughs) Didn't we hear singing from the fourth floor? (laughs) You heard singing from upstairs. Oh. (laughs) I thought you said it was coming from We all believed in our hearts that it was the fourth floor, Maggie, because I think we thought you told us that. I told you the building was four stories high. Well, we're going to the fourth floor. You are more than welcome to go to the fourth floor. <laughs> I think we should roll a d4 and find out which button Crouton can hit on a That's jump. a good idea. Yeah. That's a great idea. Okay, let me roll a d4. Three. All right. You press a button. Woo! We're whooshing! A light comes out and you feel the world start to shake a little bit. And then you feel like the, it's pulling you towards the ground. Oh. Uh-oh. Ah. As the whole box just starts to move up. You are squished to the floor. Uh-huh. Ah! 0.5% of wizards believed in safety regulations. Only 0.5? <laughs> it's a wizard. B- believe in them? Yeah. <laughs> you reach the, the third floor, and a little bell in the corner of the box rings. And the doors slide open. It opens to this brightly lit hallway with several doors that have been propped open. Well, if you want to look inside, you can look inside. I would love to look inside. Yeah, I would like to use my eyes. Yeah, we can do an eyes roll. Would you like to look, Bubby? Oh, Bubby would absolutely like to look. Allow me to roll, please. (laughs) You're allowed. (laughs) Ooh! I got three fours and a six. Okay, so one six is a partial success. Would you like to upgrade any of those those stumbles? No, I would like to partially succeed. Um, I may look good, but that does not mean I comprehend. All right. You are very short. <laughs> are you leaving behind the robe on the floor of the, of the magic box? I yes. easily distracted. All right. So you see some things. You see some, some tall platforms with um, legs on them. And you see some people milling about. But there's a lot of these platforms in here. And it looks like people are kind of sitting at them and working at them. But you can't see anything that's on them or what they're doing on them. Because they're all about twice as tall as you are, at least. Perp, is there cake in this room? (laughs) Big ol' sniff. There is no cake that you can see or smell. There is a bright sign 
like a little like a piece of paper, you know, like an eight by eleven that has some colorful writing on it. Norval, Norval, what does it say? Oh, what does it say? It says group birthday party in the lobby of the second floor. <laughs> BYOC. BYOC. What kind of monster has a BYOC birthday party? Napkins will be provided. <laughs> That's cold. It's the most university thing I've ever heard. <laughs> we are too we are too high. We have we have ventured to the peaks of this institution and should have aimed slightly lower. However, every tall person there will have their own cake. That's so much cake. That's a lot of cake. What if we ask one of the tall people here to push the button for us? Mommy said that if we ever get stuck, that we can ask a stranger for help if they look like a helper. These people look like they can help. They're just sitting. I don't know about the tall people. They're kind of scary sometimes. What if they decide to kick us? I believe in my ability to be too cute to be kicked. And her eyes will just grow <laughs> into the biggest puppy dog shiny eyes with a little pout. Frank was a good wizard, but less than 0.01% of all wizards are Frank. <laughs> what if I find another Frank? Go forth, puppy, but be safe. <clears throat> Absolutely. Okay, what color does Frank usually wear? Well, Frank has been living in goblin society for a Frank's while. Frank's a goblin now. Yes, but what color does goblin wear? What was he fir- wearing when he first came? So usually Frank kind of just wears what your mom makes for him of different patchwork. She likes to cut out like different like designs. So there'll be like stars and little dogs. Oh. And a little heart over where the heart is. Um, and it's very colorful. Frank is usually colorful, but if you okay. remember... He came in in kind of a dark gray robe. Then I'm going to look for someone in a dark gray. You look around. There's a lot of legs. You see a lot of legs. Mm-hmm. You can't see very far. That's okay. Because, legs have colors. You know. Yeah. It's, it's a bad the angle. Platforms. You do. You do find uh, one girl that has these dark gray robes. Mm-hmm. She looks a little frazzled. Oh, she's gonna be perfect, Bubby is going to walk up to this dark gray person, the tall person, and just tug, 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 tug on the leg until... Ah! Hello? Oh, my God. Hello? Hello? What? Hi, hi. I was told to look for helpers if I ever have trouble, and you look like you'd be an excellent helper. And can you pretty please help me in the magic wishy box to make it to the second floor where the birthday party is because I need to get the cake for my mommy? I want you to do a mouth roll. Yeah, and I was actually thinking, perhaps because I am willing to tell this exciting story and go further, just say the word and I'll go further and spend this focus to uh, become tail spinner, you know, one of my starting feats, to either evoke a strong emotion in this girl or make them a friend to Goblin. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, but that will be a mouth roll, yes? Yes. Wonderful, I have... So much mouth. That is a six, a five, a four, and a three. So you have two successes and one stumble. Yes. Do you want to upgrade your stumble? No. I think it's cuter this way. All right. Okay. 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 Nobody wants to upgrade stumbles. We'll get there. Don't worry. She'll she'll consider you for a second, 
and then I think she'll she'll lean down and she'll pick you up and put you on the table. Oh my god, I'm so tall now. Am I a tall person too? Yeah, yeah, you're a tall person now. Yes. Uh, you were just so cute. They've been kidnapped. <laughs> <laughs> What's your name? What's your name? Oh, 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 my name? <laughs> my name is Isabel. Is Izzy. Isabel. Izzy. Izzy. Izzy, can you please take me and my siblings to the second floor? We really need to do this adventure. And you're wearing the same color robes as Frank, and Frank is a good friend. And so I believe you can be a good friend, too. And you need to help us because we need to get the cake because Uncle Boris made everything bad. And you see, we just really, really, really need to make sure that today is okay for our mama's wedding. Oh, is your mom getting married? Gay married! We even have to go get the certificate But that's why it's super important that we get the cake now Because if we don't get the cake now Then we won't have time to get the marriage license Which means we won't be able to do our taxes And we'll be committing tax fraud (laughs) I don't think goblins can commit tax Are you guys taxed? Do they tax you? I don't know, but Norville says it's very important And that tax evasion isn't cool Well, I don't know about that But, um... (laughs) All right, all right, all right. Before before you run out of breath, there, let, let me help you out. Okay, let me help you out. And and she'll pick you up, and she'll continue to carry you. Do you do anything about this? I'm gonna latch on like a koala. Okay, okay, okay. She'll ask. So what happened to the cake? The I don't know. The cake didn't get delivered, and there's no cake for the wedding. Well, all the cake downstairs is birthday cake. There are different types of cake. Cake's cake. Cake is cake. Cake is delicious. And and she'll carry you to the door. Are the rest of you guys standing outside the door? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All in a line. You know how you can, like, poke your head around a door frame and then stack on top of each yes. other? Yeah. That's what we're yes. doing. <laughs> she she won't notice you guys at first. She'll, she'll walk out the door and she'll almost, like, step on one of you. She's like, oh, oh, my God, there's more of you. <sighs> Jesus Christ. Um, Put her down, tall person. No, it's okay. She's my friend. She's Izzy. She's just like Frank. Are you guys all here for your mom? Mom's getting married today. Vigorous nodding. Well, let's get you that cake, okay? Yay. Yay. She'll she'll move to the the stairs. Take a look at you. One glance. Be like, hmm. Okay. And then she'll go back to the elevator. (laughs) And press the button, and the doors will open, and sh- you guys will all file in. Crouton, do you try and press the button again? Crouton will start bouncing on the spring boots to try and go up again. I don't know if Izzy will allow him to do so. Izzy will watch this, because it's really cute. Okay. Can I roll? Yes, go ahead. Two! <laughs> so I you'll, did it! You'll press the first floor um and izzy will be like okay and then she'll go and press the second floor for you yay (laughs) (laughs) nice i'm gonna grab her hand and dangle from it she's got bubby in one hand and she's got crouton in the other and her her robes are kind of big on her so like this is a very awkward position it's kind of like you're like kind of a face full of like cotton right now <laughs> and the elevator will will descend the doors will ding open and in the lobby area there are just tables covered 
and like shitty birthday cake. Perfect. A sinner's paradise. <laughs> Burp, could you assess the quality of these goods? Burp just goes full uh, scent hound. <laughs> he gets down into all fours and just... <laughs> and um, I think when he finds the best one, I think his ears, which are kind of usually out like this, will stick straight up. <laughs> <laughs> And he'll, like, put one paw up and, like, go in full pointer position. <laughs> Does Burp have paws? Yes! No! Like, not officially, but also yes. Take the focus, Juliana. <laughs> 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 All right. You point towards one beautifully made cake. No one has, has really dug into it yet because they're all kind of saving it for last. But there are lots of people milling about in this room, kind of enjoying their own little water cooler conversations um, as you guys shuffle out of the elevator, two of you latching on to Izzy. I just, I really want to take a moment to appreciate, like, as a full-size person, you're carrying one goblin child, another is swinging from your arms. You've got one pointing in front of you, like a hound dog, but, like, the one hanging from your arm, like Emily said... This is a sinner's paradise. How fucking funny would it be if you had a toddler on your arm who just goes, this is a sinner's paradise. <laughs> like, would you be able to keep your composure? I think I would fall over. <laughs> a toddler or, again, an American girl doll. Juliana is Is he that way? All right, let's go. And I think she'll kind of skirt around the edge of the room trying to avoid attention kind of like holding the two of you closer to her so that it's not obvious that she's currently being posseed by four little <laughs> goblins. <laughs> yep. Izzy kidnap a goblin? No, the goblins have kidnapped Izzy. <laughs> You'll get to the cake, and she will start to reach for it. What do you guys do? God, the correct answer is not dance along her arms to get to the cake first like rats scurrying off the bow of a sinking ship. <laughs> But it would be so funny. And yet. And yet. I think Norval has, like, the attitude of, like, a construction site guy directing someone on uh -huh. a crane. <laughs> Perfect. Little further. Little further. <laughs> We're going to want to handle this really carefully now. This is delicate stuff. We don't want to smudge any of the decorations. We've already got a long trip back, and some of these people have very grabby hands. Speaking of that, I think that notably, notably Burp in this scramble for this specific cake has, has disappeared. <laughs> when we want the camera to follow Burp, let me know. I will, I will do that. We'll, we'll resolve that in a second. Who is grabbing the cake? Is it Bubby or Crouton? I think we both try to lift Teamwork. it. Teamwork. I think Isabella should maybe grab it from us. <laughs> I think, yeah, Izzy, like, tries to pick it up and we're like, we're helping! <laughs> you guys are grabbing the cake. I want a hands roll from the two of you. And one of you can roll an extra die because Norville is supervising. <laughs> oh, no. Hands is my worst stat. I'll take the extra dice. <laughs> hands is my best. <laughs> Three and a one. Oh, fuck, they went all over. Where'd it go? Well, that's two sixes, a five, a four, and a four. Roll worse dice, Emily. No. <laughs> fuck Emily, you. you're carrying this. <laughs> it makes sense. Literally. 
I think what happens is that Bubby, as a youngest child, rushes to complete the task and have the attention and just kind of slips and slides. And as Izzy pulls and lifts up the cake um, with Crouton grabbing Bubby, who's about to hang (laughs) off the cake and tip all of it over. And he helps situate it securely into Izzy's hand. Burp. How you doing? I think the first thing we see about this is in this is happening in the foreground. And somewhere in the background, you see two little goblin ears scurrying up one of the far tables. Are you eating the cake? Yes. <laughs> Not the one that's for mom. That's right, for mom. Right, right, of course. But there are a lot of cakes here. And, you know, there are definitely some that, I don't know, like, they look perfectly nice, but no one's eating them. So Burp is going to, that's, that's Burp cake. That's cake for Burp. Burp cake. Oh, please pop out of the cake. (laughs) Out of the top of the cake with your ears. Like alien. Yes. (laughs) Like alien. Like alien. Burp, I would like you to make an eyes roll. Spectacular. Burp is really bad with his vacant eyes. I'm not even going to make you rake, have a mouth roll to eat this cake. You're just going to eat the cake, but... <laughs> I rolled a three. Burp, this cake is delicious. Just like how metal is delicious and paper is delicious and dirt is delicious. This cake is so good. And you do eat your way through it. And you eat your way through the top of it. As somebody starts to cut into the cake... No! No! And you pop out of this cake. And this this poor wizard with his fragile wizard heart. (laughs) It's like, what? As he just like jumps like a foot in the air. He jumps taller than you are. Burp with his mouth totally full goes, sorry. And goes, what the hell is that? The entire room's attention is on you. And another wizard comes by and says, Damn it, we're going to need to call the pest control again. We're not pests. Thank you, Brother Burp, for your sacrifice. Izzy, run. (laughs) Can't just leave your brother here. Yes, we can. He'll make it out okay. He'll eat himself out of any situation. That is true. Exactly. They can't cage him. He'll just eat the cage. Um, The wizard that you startled starts to reach and try to grab you from the neck, Burp. (gasps) Uh, burp. Much like that shark on that fishing boat. (laughs) Looks around to find a way out, sees another cake, and just slides across the table (laughs) and hinges his jaw. (laughs) I just, in that moment, Burp is as wide as he is tall. Just (laughs) wide old mouth. (laughs) And just kind of shlorps the next cake hole. You already have the focus, right? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh, Unless she spent it. Um, she has it. <laughs> Do you take a certain cake-like quality upon you? I think slightly funnier. <laughs> this one had can- birthday candles on it. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so I think his... I, I think that his frame stat, which is currently expandable... <laughs> has gained the tag hot. (laughs) 
So I think a wizard then kind of grabs out to touch him and then like pulls his hand back like you pull your hand back from an oven. The the mental image I have of Burp here, and listener, I'm sorry if you don't know this video, is of a shark that kind of jumped into a fishing boat and the fishermen <laughs> are trying to pull him, are trying to like pull him out of, of the fish. The catch. Yeah. I think I referenced this in the Slug Blaster review, too. <laughs> uh-huh, you did. I all just love that video. We should post this on Twitter. It's a great video. To link the video. Um, all of our socials. Yeah, okay. Maybe. Yeah, post it on our socials. So, Burp is now too hot to handle is the tag that I'm giving him. So, Burp, Burp's frame is now both expandable and too hot to handle right. as he Burp, swims to the next birthday Burp cake. Burp is swimming as, as, as a shark or even a dolphin by jumping from table to table. Consu- he is the all-consuming hunger as he just eats a ridiculous amount of cake. And you're not even sure where it's all going. Like, he has eaten more cake than he can possibly swallow and expand into his stomach do you guys make your run for it um yeah there's no saving him now Jeez. free willy over there is just eating the cakes <laughs> i i think normal who has not been like clinging on to this tall person who has been helping us does like stay in the room okay okay norville are you there to take notes Norval is there to observe. Nor- Norval is also, Norval is also like fond of Burp and is not willing to leave him behind. The twin love. You, you guys are twins. And Norval's fucking great at legging it, if need be. <laughs> <laughs> he estimates that at least sixty-five percent of people, although that number does require more observation, don't like being observed by a goblin with a little clipboard that he's made out of like a cigar box. <laughs> That's precious. How are you getting Burp out of this room? Oh my god, wait, I have the perfect idea, because I think this has happened before to the family. And what one of us has is, like, not smelly cheese, but, like, something that has a very pugnant, powerful aroma wrapped in layers of aluminum foil, so that when Burp is lost, we unwrap it and let the scent out, and Burp hones in on it like a hunting dog and goes, there's the scent, and immediately tries to follow, and as soon as Burp gets close, you wrap it up, and they have he has no idea what it was, but something smelled so good, it just led him back home. Does Norville carry this? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Norville. Norville is the responsible the person to have the lore. <laughs> is it a, a GPS? Gouda positioning system? <laughs> Jillian, you have lost the focus. Give it to Kershaw. (laughs) Yes, no, I think Norval will, with a deep sigh, produce produce this this chunk. And sort of very neatly, it's very neatly wrapped. It'll just begin begin to unfold it and just go, Burp, we've talked about this. We do have to go. Mom is getting married. We've got two more things we need to do. You can have five more bites, but then you gotta come, okay? So we we see the words come out of Norval's mouth, uh, and we see the smell come out of the GPS. Burp's ears are still are still sent hound high because I think that's funny. We see the words go right through 
<laughs> come out the other side. And then we see the Gouda positioning system, like the smell kind of waft over and it hits his nose and like he stops like mid, you know, snake swallowing prey hole. <laughs> and I think with like one final gulp, uh, will get back up to his feet. And now you understand why Burp's body is expandable. <laughs> he's he's a very rotund little guy. But now he's like a cartoon character who's eaten too much. <laughs> but he kind of one, two, three. And then he jumps over uh, all of the wizards uh, to get to that good, good Gouda. In slow motion. <laughs> He definitely takes out a wizard's hat as he does this, possibly more. I'll let it happen. Small person god sanctioned. I'll allow it. You guys all stumble out the door. Burp kind of stumbling into Norville to get that GPS as Norville quickly wraps it back up. We run to the elevator. You run to the elevator. (laughs) There is a bunch of wizards chasing after you. Do you go... To the magical box? I don't know. Does Izzy go to the magical box as Izzy is carrying half of us? I see in the hallway that there is one of those magic boxes that that drinks are gotten out of that I've seen people reach into and get drinks. The drink machine. Uh And I know. I know that I'm excellent at percussive maintenance. And I'm going to swing off of Izzy. Like... Mm-hmm. I don't know, like I'm an acrobat and bodily slam myself into the side of the vending machine. Oh my God. <laughs> and it's going to start shooting out cans of drinks at the other wizards. <laughs> and that's how I'll use my spoon. Is this something that your focus just lets you do? Uh, percussive maintenance. When you hit a machine or contraption of any kind, even magical, you may roll hands to make it briefly sputter to a stop or jolt start. All right. Let's see the, let's so I see the roll. roll hands. Yeah. Ooh, two fives, two fours, and a one. Well, two fives is is two fives is a success. success. Would you like it to be a profound success? Yes. All right. Introduce a complication. Um, you you can introduce two complications if you want to have something bonus out of it. I think that Krypton strikes the machine with such force that he goes into it through the glass <laughs> and then is also shot out like a can. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and i think that that knocks someone down who is just about to gain on burp and norval or i'm just shot out of a window (laughs) (laughs) i feel like that's two complications worth of things okay 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 you were shot out of a window crouton (laughs) don't worry crouton has a parachute this is okay crouton does have a parachute (gasps) that's been established you are launched out the window (laughs) Miraculously, you're not launched very far because immediately you hit a tree. Like, and this tree, it's it's very it's the middle of winter right now. It's very cold. This is an ever blossom tree, fortunately. <gasps> Does it blossom ever through the year? It blossoms throughout the winter. Yes. Oh my god. As as you find yourself entangled in the spiny limbs of this tree, the rest of you Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. There are soda cans being launched out of. <laughs> and you just hear Crouton go. 
<laughs> However, will all goblins get out of this sticky situation? Stay tuned to find out in next week's episode. If you like our show, why not give us a rate or review on your preferred podcast service? You can check us out on Twitter and Blue Sky at Calamity Vaults or Tumblr.com slash Calamity Pod, which is where we will post updates, uh, dice breakdowns, fan art, all of the fun stuff. And you can email us at calamityvault at gmail.com if you ever want to chat. See you next week.